Since the dawn of time, man has reached to obtain that which seemingly lies just beyond his grasp. Reason, enlightenment, understanding. It is said that the game of basketball can provide this fulfillment, but only to those who devote themselves to its principles, to a higher purpose, to end smart basketball. Are you guys good? You guys good? Good. Flaming hot, like like some delicious Cheetos. Do you guys like flaming Cheetos? Is that like a thing that you guys actually eat on a regular basis? Not regular. Regular basis, no. But I would eat them. I've never had them before. They're they're actually Ever. pretty spicy, I would say. Yeah, they're solid. I remember when they uh, they rolled out the jalapeno cheddars, uh, Cheetos. Those were, were pretty good, I thought. When's the last time that either of you guys like went out? I don't know, like 10, 11, midnight to like get some food, like made, made a late night food run. I've done that like on the way back from if I'm at some place like an event or a work meeting or something, the, but the, doesn't count. Okay, like, so literally so last like, you week? left your right left your home to go out late at night. Oh, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> For me, it's been I want to say we did that maybe a year ago. Okay. Did you go get an uh, Impossible Whopper? No, we can just order those on Grubhub now, so that would, doesn't require leaving the house. Um, <laughs> but Taco Bell, uh, there's a Taco Bell not too far from here, and I've 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 made I think within the last maybe even six months uh, a Taco Bell run. Can I around uh, you know eleven o'clock? I went to Taco Bell for lunch last week, and I was really disappointed that I missed out on the toasted cheddar chalupas. Ooh. I heard those were quite good. Were, were those advertised on like TV or something? I don't remember seeing any ads for that. It's. Uh, think, is there like cheddar on the exterior? It's like what's, give what's us, going on there. So you know, like when you have like shredded cheese and you microwave it, and it becomes like not. It's almost like past melty. Like it becomes solid. And My I wife guess really enjoys that. Yeah. And I guess that's what the that's what the <laughs> shell tasted like. I'm a big fan of the website The Takeout, and they do reviews of fast food fads. And um, I think it got like an A minus grade from them. But it, but it's gone. It's gone, and I was very disappointed. I haven't asked <laughs> asked the person like, "Am I too late for the, for the cheddar chalupa?" She's like, "Yeah, just like last week." <laughs> What's the worst like worst food you've eaten like for like your least healthiest food that you've had in the last month or so? Um, do any, any hmm. uh, you know, like like donut hamburger combos, or maybe uh, <laughs> um, like a Twinkie milkshake or something. Uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of. Boy, um, uh, man, I don't know. I had a big, well, I had like a big dinner the other night with like appetizers and then a steak, and then I had white chocolate raspberry cheesecake, which I'm sure when you add it up. Yeah, but that, I mean that's not like that's not quite the same thing as getting a you know you go to the ballpark these days. Your the baseball stadium seemed to offer some ridiculous variety of uh, like I was you know like a donut cheeseburger or, or a I taco lo- made from right Hostess. Don't I don't know. I have you ever had a donut cheeseburger now. before? I, I have, and I, you know, I have not. But I, I, I think if if one was available, I've never been. It's never been offered to me. I've never had the option to get one. If I if I had one available, I would probably try and and, and do that. What if I told you I've made them at home? 
<laughs> you get like a day old Krispy Kreme. That's where. So my boys like to go to. I remember this. Yeah, yeah my boys ahead. like to go to Krispy Kreme. Uh, sometimes on Saturday mornings, I'll take them there uh, at like eight o'clock in the morning. And Emily will always say like, don't get more than just get yourself each a donut because you get back, you bring a dozen back and you never eat all of them. And so <laughs> I, I invariably eat like three of them while I'm there. <laughs> and then I'll bring them home. And then uh, I know one time I said, I'm going to keep a couple of these so I can make hamburgers and then use them as the bun. And it was amazing. Put a little Mom, bit of- are you still chatting with your wife right now? He is. Yeah. God, is that okay? Lord. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's just you're obviously ignoring this great story from Matt. This is one of the more <laughs> entertaining stories. Oh, okay. You can multitask. So yeah, absolutely. You, slice, you slice it down the middle like a bun. You put some butter on it, stick it on like a skillet or whatever you want to get it nice and toasted. And I'd recommend um, jalapenos on it if you can too. I mean, so basically you just told us how to make a cheeseburger. Yes. Except it's a donut, but thanks, yeah. (laughs) Right, yes, exactly. Do you guys, no, do you guys always toast your bun with like butter and put it on the skillet? Yeah, usually when it, when it, when it's convenient. I mean, it's a, it's a little bit difficult these days. I don't. Well, one, I don't make burgers very often, but when I do, I, I try and, and put some care into the bun making. Yeah. Please explain these days. You said well, it's I, a little okay, bit difficult so I'm the only these days. I'm person in my house that, that eats that eats burgers, so it's okay. rare that we're eating burgers. Um, we will. Okay. I mean, I guess my wife eats vegetarian burgers, so that's that's. But it's just for two people. It's a big deal. I mean, firing up the grill and, and going through all the hassle just to, to have a hamburger. I don't know. I, I didn't take that comment as being um, it's hard, you don't ha- eat many cheeseburgers so much as uh, something to do with the buns that these days with these buns is, and you're no, comfortable. No, that wasn't the bun. Buns no, there's no, no bun commentary there. No. Okay. I'm sorry. That was more of a cheeseburger <laughs> commentary, yeah. I was going to start off uh, uh, instead of going down that food path there, that was a good diversion. Uh, I was going to go with the, uh, the Quinn Snyder. Uh, Carmex uh, incident last night during the uh, that I don't even know who they were playing doesn't matter uh, but the Jazz were playing and and uh, Quinn Snyder was he's an internet meme as far as I'm concerned uh, right guys I mean he was uh, they had they had him and it was, what's what I thought was funny yeah. you know, him him lathering his face with with whatever it was the Carmex or Vaseline <laughs> or or who knows what Burt's Bees if you're Bob. Um, Mm-hmm. The way he was just sort of slathering it over his face, like it was, uh, yeah. I'm not even sure what you know. Cocaine, I suppose, would be one one potential. Although you would do that with your teeth, I suppose. I've never done that myself, but that's what I hear. But like, isn't your gums you know, you, too? It, it looked, yeah, yeah. Gums. Sorry, gums. not teeth, but gums. Yeah. So it just looked very. And the way it was sped up, the video that I saw was like it looked like it was one and a half or two times speed. So it was very aggressive and. Uh, so. I think that Bob should be the one to comment on this because Bob definitely is known, at least to me, for always having chapstick on hand. Yeah, absolutely. Are you compulsive what, about what, it, Bob? If I don't have it, yeah. I, I need it, yeah. So I, how um, about you're using it, like, what, what, once an hour? Probably, yeah. Probably. What do you do when you don't have it? Like, what's your... <laughs> I, start to, I start to freak out a little bit, actually. Yeah, like, what, what sort of behaviors do you exhibit? What do you, um, what do you turn into? Yeah, I think I start to lick my lips. I, uh, I start to get anxious. I, I start to think. He about starts burying his I teeth. Gonna, what if I? Gonna, <laughs> I start ripping my shirt off. Um, 
No, I just I just feel uncomfortable. I just it's it starts to it's very noticeable to me if I don't have it. You know, what's the, what's so, yeah. the longest you've gone without it? Man, I mean, he's starting to like uh, he's starting to get the shakes right now that he, he I am needs actually, it. I'm thinking about. You know, I can recall uh, one one day at work I forgot to to take it and my wife actually dropped it off for me. So. Oh, that's <laughs> wow. I think you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I had a busy day. I don't think I could leave for lunch. Or there was, yeah, I mean, it was bad, guys. It was really bad. I feel like I've purchased um, over the last six months, like maybe two different sticks of Burt's Bees, and I've lost them. I lose chapstick all the time, and then Emily ends up finding them, and she'll lay them out on the counter or something, and she's like, "You have six things of this," <laughs> and I don't really use it that much, but I tend to, <laughs> I tend to lose it um, when I get one, and then I have to go out and buy another one. Bob has it attached about to his person. I mean, it's no matter what I'm wearing, I have a pocket so that I can pop it into my pocket, basically, and I always have it on my person, yes. I would think Zach, so, with the low humidity climate that he lives in especially, would need to have that on hand at well, all times. Yeah, you, yeah, I actually was, uh, I don't know when I stopped, but I, I used to be pretty big on Carmex, and I would, I would have to, I was like Bob. So I know the feeling. Um, maybe not quite as extreme. Like I, I, I could go a day without it if I didn't have it. But I ultimately decided, I think, to stop using it because it just was weird. I just didn't like the idea that I had to have this stupid tin on yeah. me at all times. The tin. Yeah. It, yeah, the, it really the reminds me. Canister. This is a great segue. Yeah. Well, I mean, about the tin. The Carmex, right? You know what I'm talking about. I used to have that tin. too. Yeah, I used to have it all the time. Yeah. Is that not a thing? Did I just make that up? Like I'm pretty sure I had a tin. No, the yellow, the yellow and black top tin thing. It's a tub. Right. It's a tub. Yeah. <laughs> a, f- a veritable tub. The. Um, wait, wait. I have a story real quick before you go forward. Okay. On Carmex, okay. that um, one of the reasons. So way TMI probably, but I think it's like hereditary where I get a cold sore, and all on my mom's side they all get cold sores. So everybody uses Carmex a lot because it helps with it somewhat. And one of my aunts wrote to the maker of Carmex, basically saying, I love your product so much. Can you send me something? What else do you make? And they replied back that, our, I don't know if it was something like if they sent her or they said, basically they mixed up for hemorrhoids is the other product that the company makes. <laughs> I don't know if they got a shipment of like preparation age say, or something. That- did that line of communication end there? I think it there ended. Yeah, I think it did ended. Did she reach out for that? Uh, yeah. How do I? How do I procure some of these? Uh, well, I have been searching for something. No. I, don't. I always just thought. Our, so I actually, I actually get... know. Just so our listeners know, I am now applying Burt's Bees to my list. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Bob. Um. Anyways, where I was going with I think next is a good. Uh, if we're talking about, uh, talking addictions, is. Uh, smoking cigarettes uh, or as, as some like to say you know uh, is it just smoking heaters is that the, the term smoking heaters Bob? having a heater sure burning a heater? a heater what do you what do you do do you, do you just have a heater who me going for Quit. one what do you do when you he's, yeah, when he's you, still chatting to... with Candace right now <laughs> okay yeah this is this is getting out of hand God. Right? this is going to be <laughs> who me <laughs> What do you want to know? You're asking me about the terminology for smoking a cigarette. Yeah, I'm I'm having a heater. Having a heater. Thank All you. Right. Oh, I, I mean, it, it is smoking a heater. Is that that just seems like kind he of he needed a, the a, verb? A yeah. 
yeah. too much there. Anyways, uh, we were kind of using earlier this week on the group group chat about just cigarettes in general. Ed Ed despises cigarettes currently. Give us your your current <laughs> temperature on the uh, cigarette situation, Ed. I'm very very cold. Is my temperature ice cold? Um, What's the source of that? I mean, what do you? What, why are you an, so anti-cigarette? I want to hear more about this. I think I think honestly, I just really hate the smell, and I don't like being around somebody that smells like cigarette smoke. Um, we've had clients that were heavy smokers, and they would drop off files at our office, and it would reek and just stink up your office for days, longer than yeah, that's that. That's disgusting. Like it's really bad. So I really just, and I hate the smell, and I. I like the smell of cigar smoke, and I'll have a cigar once a year maybe, but um, cigarettes are just completely unappealing to me. I mean, do you remember when, when, when smoking cigarettes was legal indoors? Sure. Oh, those were the good days, guys. Yeah, the good old days. The only time you can still get a whiff of that is when you walk into a casino. Bob, didn't we walk through Oneida and we were both like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, correct. <laughs> yeah, it's it only – I was just going to say, when I think of cigarettes indoors now, I think of Oneida, and I haven't been there a long time because you can't even go to a casino in Vegas, at least at least the ones that I've been to. I'm sure there are some off-strip Vegas casinos that are, are pretty pretty bad, but most most modern casinos have, have managed to uh, – while, while they allow smoking, have modern filtration systems that, that seem to, right. to, to, to diminish the smell. You can even have uh, a person at your, at your table smoking – uh, I feel like, and that's usually not terribly noticeable. Whereas, you know, five, ten years ago, it was pretty bad. But yeah, Oneida is definitely really just Wisconsin in general. I feel like is just a just feels like a place. I know I know it's not allowed indoors, right? At most anywhere. I mean, I don't know. Is there a state left that that allows smoking indoors still? Uh, I don't know. Probably not the the time to to ask. I'm sure we're not all up in the. Not that I can think of I in just, Florida, yeah. I just yeah. I just wish that Ed would try it, you know? No, why? Why would you not try it? Like <laughs> what if it was what if it was like the best thing you've ever done? It's, it, it's meant want to try it. It's meant to be addictive. It smells terrible and it gives you cancer. Like well, so you what's appealing you about it? You never had any yeah, it, it, like your family never influenced you or anything. It was always just you made the decision. I'm not going to smoke. There was never any Parental pressure or or, or, or such. No, oh, I I mean I'm sure my my parents told me not. My dad told me that he was a smoker and he quit cold turkey when he was holding me when I was a baby and I started coughing. That's the, <laughs> that was that was the story from my dad. That's an that's an amazing. St- I mean, do you believe that? Sure, I do. I mean, Bob, Bob knew my dad. Would you, you believe that? And then you, then you start coughing as a baby and then you quit. That's that's moving. <laughs> I, Bob, you, you, you believe why don't you, you can, from, from what you remember of my dad, would, would you find that to be a true story or not? Yeah, I believe, I believe that. Yeah. I, I mean, from what you said of, of your dad, uh, and I mean, it's, it, he does seem like that kind of a guy. Uh, but I still would, I mean, generally speaking, you, you know, I, I could see a parent maybe fibbing to their kids about what they might have done when they were a baby, because who can prove it? You know, you could. Sure. But there's all kinds of uh, things you could say. Yeah. What What would be the appeal of somebody that um, maybe maybe who didn't mind the smell of smoke? What's the appeal of saying, "Hey, you should try out cigarettes"? Like, what's the? 
is there anything good that comes out of it aside from, I guess, the nicotine high that you get from it? That's a question for Bob because he's not doing it for, for, for the sake of peer pressure anymore. When you're in your 30s uh, putting down heaters, you're not doing it f- because your friends are doing it. You're doing it because... It makes you feel good. It makes you feel cool. It makes you feel Oof. like a big man. Even when you're by yourself, though. Yes. So you yes, like that absolutely. feeling of being... Did you say big man? Is that what I just heard? Big man? Big man. Okay, you feel big. like a big man amongst your own company. <laughs> That's right. I feel bad for Bob. <laughs> I mean, when I was... Cause I, was I think a all, of our, all of our listeners currently feel bad for me hearing me say that. <laughs> How old were you when you had your first cigarette, Bob? Oh, man. I mean... Um, 12? No. I, no. I'd be shocked uh, if Bob had one in high school. I would be shocked. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, really? I don't even, you know what, so, no. How I do you live in Wisconsin and avoid smoking cigarettes as a, as a teen? We went to a sheltered Catholic know. high school. I mean, my, my parents That should make it even smoke. more likely for you to smoke, honestly. My dad smoked heavily, but I mean, it just, I don't know, it wasn't like, and I, and I liked the smell of it, but I didn't want to, I actually did, I just literally did not have a desire to do it. Um, and then even when I started dating my wife, who was a fairly heavy smoker. Oh, that's um, right. Candace was a huge smoker. I forgot about that. Yeah, so she smoked, again, when we started dating, I was 17, and even then I don't think I did for a year or two. Um, That's remarkable that you put up with a, a smoking girlfriend for how long? I mean, she smoked until, I mean, she smoked until Claire was born, and then again, she did after that, so but I not, mean, did, Was she a heavy smoker, though, like, in her adult years? Uh, I think, I would say half pack a day. Yeah, okay. Which is like... Enough, I give right? Candace the pass. She's married to Bob. She needs like a. What's that? I said I give Candace the pass. She's married to you. She needs like to go outside and just like. <laughs> here's, well, here's a question yeah. I have. Um, do you think that there are people that take up smoking in order to take more breaks on the workday than a non-smoker? No. Yes. I think because there I've are. done that before. I've done that before. Yeah. Well, I mean, so let's let's get back to my uh, where where I started smoking was at uh, of all places summer camp in, in <laughs> Iowa. I was uh, uh, this was before this is while I was a, like an actual camper. Like I, I started smoking. Uh, I think I was fifteen. I don't know how old I was. Fourteen, fifteen, and uh, yeah. I was gonna say I'm picturing like a young wiry Zach Trexler, but that's basically what you are right now. <laughs> Maybe just with like well, a little bit. You, you know, you you guys. If I had, I don't have any obviously on hand, but I mean, if you could see some some photos of me, uh, you know, before I turned 20 or so, I was I was really uh, obscenely skinny. Yeah. Like it's it's frightening to look at some of the pictures I, I've I've looked back and seen. But yeah, um, smoking was was kind of a thing that uh, you know you get a break. Uh, you know, it's 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 more uh, it's more easy to, to say, hey, I got to go have you know have a cigarette because I'm you know you don't want to say it. I, I don't want to work right now because I'm tired of working. So you just go have a cigarette and and bet, you know a lot easier back in the '90s. Um, maybe not as much these. I mean, there's still people who smoke today. I mean, does anybody smoke in your office, Ed? No. How many how there's many what? office workers do you have? Mm, Ten. Thirteen or fourteen in my office. Thirteen. Not a single smoker. Interesting. Okay. Bob, how many smokers think, do you think you have in your office? Like, what's the what's the I, rate? I couldn't give you a I couldn't give you a pure number, but I there's one guy that I know fairly well who I know uh, 
I know does quite a bit, and uh, it's 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 comical to me because he always goes to his car to do it, and then he like loads up on cologne and the like to not be the guy that Ed is referring to. Um, he's a great guy. For the if if by chance he ever stumbles along this podcast, <laughs> I was just gonna say. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's I don't know. I did like. Which I guess. Yeah, yeah. I did like Sean saying Sean made a comment about smoking that I think the downside is um, you get really nervous after a couple hours when you're inside like a closed space because you're looking for an exit because you need to go smoke. Right. Yeah. You know, I like so again, you guys know I I enjoy my occasional cigarette, but I just I cannot imagine getting to the point where, yeah, I'm addicted to it and I have to do it every so often like I do with Burt's Bees. There, when I when I first like ten years ago, we worked at an office where it was like three law firms in one building, and her name, she she was this older lady that smoked, and I swear to God, she took a ten minute smoke break every hour. Which is really? that's yeah. what made me think of the whole, uh, like should should you be docked for that pay if you do that? I think so. Zach would <laughs> Zach would say no. <laughs> I mean, it really depends. I mean, what, what's what's her what's her job function? What, what does she do? She was she basically Is she a cashier at a restaurant. She she was basically like a paralegal slash secretary slash receptionist slash office manager. So every every half an hour, there would be a ten hour uh, absence of her of her at, at the front desk. Every half hour, no, I'd say every forty five minutes, she'd be gone for ten minutes. Okay, so the story changes once we start talking about it. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. Um. I wanted to I wanted to dive into um, a new segment I have uh, I'd like to try out here. Did you guys? If you guys read the <clears throat> if you guys read the show notes. New segment. New segment. New yeah, segment. exciting new segment. Uh, get to know your NBA coaches uh, because I was mm-hmm. I was thinking the other day I don't know. <laughs> I mean, how many NBA coaches can you even name? John Beeline, I can name. John, yeah, okay. Besides Beeline, and and obviously the, we're gonna we're gonna highlight James. I don't even know how to pronounce his name. I never heard it before. But Borrego, I assume that's how it's pronounced. Borrego. Who does he coach? No one knows. Ed, take <laughs> I don't guess. know. I don't yeah, know. And I probably watch more NBA than all of you guys. You do right. because you you have the bleak pass and uh, and I don't I don't I can't even watch the Nuggets I've actually I'm kind of turned off on watching the NBA these days because I can't watch the Nuggets but that's just my own personal grumpiness but anyways uh, I, I you know I mean how many coaches can you guys name uh, Bob go how many coaches can I name start naming off all the NBA coaches that you know go Christ uh, this is gonna be embarrassing Doc it's Rivers. already embarrassing go. Doc Rivers, Quinn Snyder, uh, do the Van Gundy brothers still coach? No, no. <laughs> All right, you're out. You get two. Mike Malone. Uh, fuck, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Three. Okay, Ed, go. Um, Popovich, Kerr, Malone, uh, Budenholzer, Spolstra, uh, 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 D'Antoni. Uh, who else? Six. <laughs> he said, okay, you're at six. I, let's, in, let's not forget. You know, we we we've, we've talked about we've talked about an NBA coach on this podcast, and you guys can't name him. That's that's good. Um, Quinn Snyder. 
Bob already said Quinn Snyder. Did yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah, that was my first. Line. I apologize. I apologize. Okay. <sighs> Who coaches the Lakers right now? Luke Walton. No, Does he? He coaches the Kings. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have believe Frank. Frank Vogel. <laughs> oh right. Okay. Is it really? I, I'll be honest. I didn't. I knew that Walton was not there anymore, but I didn't know who was. <laughs> hey, NBA so trivia: Who are the two teams in the league that don't have a G League team? I don't know. Go ahead and tell us. I just read an article on it today: <laughs> the Nuggets and the Trailblazers. Huh. Interesting. And those are the. Why would they not have one? I don't know why they don't. I think some. And Zach, maybe you know. I, they just mentioned in the article about how they tried to get one going and then it failed. Something bad happened. <laughs> I don't know what that could have been. I don't think anybody died, but. <laughs> so they have to like contact other teams' G leagues and they get to kind of position where they want to send their players, which I thought was interesting. I didn't even know that the 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 league was truly affiliated with with NBA teams like. Does that mean that if somebody plays for, if you're uh, playing for the Minnesota G League team, no. can any team sign players <laughs> off of that team, or are they strictly Minnesota? I wish that I wish that Zach would have stopped at the Minnesota. <laughs> if you were playing for the Minnesota, just... <laughs> <laughs> the Minnesota. <laughs> Like like the Ukraine, the Ukraine. Yes, exactly. So I've I've mentioned on this podcast that I've called it the Honduras before. <laughs> it's really not that funny. <laughs> but no, I mean players can obviously sign with any team, right? I mean, maybe you guys don't know the answer to this, so I'm just talking. No, about no, myself, I think. But, uh, I think that they that they're stuck with they have to play for that team and they're like relegated. That doesn't make any sense though because then that means like the Nuggets uh, or whoever these two teams are have a strong disadvantage if they have locked up rights. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. No, no, no. They get to send them to the other teams. They have to like agree on it, but they get to like um send them around to different ones instead of instead of just being in one place. Like they get to pick and I think they base it on maybe the other players that are on there and it might fit more of their style. Like, so what's his name? Bol Bol is playing in um, Chicago. And uh, I guess Sioux Falls has a G League team, which I was surprised by. Did you know that Sioux Falls, South Dakota, has an NBA G League team? Yeah, it's not surprising. I, I grew up in the in the, in the era of the, the old Continental Basketball Association, which was kind of the old <laughs> minor league team. And they had a <laughs> They had a huge fall, dude. This the Saint, the Sioux Falls Skyforce, man. That was a huge, huge team back in the day. <laughs> that that is the best evidence of Zach being old that he grew up in the era of the Continental Basketball Association. <laughs> the CBA was amazing. So you know who uh, who? Okay, so the coach that I grew up with in Omaha, uh, Omaha had a team. Uh, Mike Tebow, he uh, he coached the uh, WNBA champions this past season. Who did? Yeah, exactly. Who? No one knows. No one knows these people because it's yeah. No, Mike Tebow. Is he related to Tim? Is, yeah, it's is spelled Tim differently, Tim? but it, it's uh, it sounds the same. It might as well uh, be spelled. Yeah, they they should be related, I guess, because they're both champions. But I mean, yeah, the, the old CBA was a really um, it was a really fantastic league. I, I think it phased phased uh, 
phased out in the, like the late nineties, but uh Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Not to be confused with the ABA. Ooh. Anyways, James Borrego is uh he he's the first Hispanic coach in the NBA. Interesting uh, little nugget of information there. Former who, walk-on at the University of San Diego. You still haven't said who he coaches. The Hornets. Okay. Charlotte Hornets. All right. Let's um let's let's talk about uh, Charles Barkley. Let's. What's your what's your Barkley take, Bob? Where do you? Well, did you see you? the did you see the news today where the uh, the journalist who who quote unquote broke this news. Uh, had some old tweets where she was joking about hitting people. I mentioned, and also bad stereotypes about Asians. Yes, also that. Yeah, I told Zach that before. Yeah, I don't know what kind of a take there is. It looks like he apologized. He did. Yeah, which I think is, I think he was right to do. I mean, I, uh, I, I don't condone his comment. But I think there's a, there's also a note in the show notes asking about off the record as a concept, and I don't I don't know why any person ever would talk to this journalist again. If you're off the record, you're off the record. Period. Oh, you guys are the journalism wonks. Well, that's yeah. I'd, I'd like to, to yeah. I mean, if if we're gonna go right into the off the record thing, I mean, I I mean I I never was a, I never was hired as a professional journalist, so it's hard to say that I've I was ever a journalist professionally, but. But I do have an education there, and that was always a big thing. You know, you never uh, anything off the record supposed to be off what? the record, and I, and I was always kind of turned off by that. I didn't really understand that. I in, in my in my youth, I was was sort of, uh, you know, I figured if I was getting something off the record and it was juicy, like how do you ignore that? And I think this is where she she sort of uh, went with this. I mean, how do you ignore something that that makes you feel that elicits those reactions? I mean, she was essentially threatened. Even if he was joking, you know, I don't hit women, but if I did, I would hit you. If you don't know Barkley, and maybe she, I mean, I guess I don't know that the, the, there's a lot of context here. I guess they were in, a, in an interview. Is that what the understanding uh, is here? Ostensibly. I mean, it's hard. Who knows what they were talking about? Because I don't think that was part of the story, because presumably she left the rest of it off the record. Yeah. Oh, no, she no, she did actually. Uh, she actually she did mention what they were talking about, right? It was like previous support for uh, for, for the presidential for, candidates. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was supposed to be like sort of a, a sort of a knock on Barkley for for supporting one candidate and then a different candidate, and I don't really know the whole deal behind that. But yeah, I guess he was uh, apparently right. uh, trying to get behind. Mayor Pete, and then he uh, is uh, supporting whoever. Who cares? Who cares? Totally. Yeah. Not too relevant, but anyways, yeah. yeah. I mean, Ed, what are your what's your take on this? I have no take. No okay. take. He, he, he will not wait into these what? What did what did Twitter have to say, Ed? <laughs> I don't know what Twitter had to say. You asshole. <laughs> You've been busy this week, huh? You, you haven't even been able to follow Twitter, huh? Um. I've checked in on the political stuff that we don't really need to get into here. 
So your Twitter feed is full of uh, what's what's your favorite uh, Bill? What's his name? Bill. Uh, oh God. <laughs> Bill Bill Mitchell. Bill Mitchell. Sorry, I can't remember his name. It's, I can't it's help so but fun. look that guy up. It's just like it because it's fun when you can predict what they're gonna say. Like the is next it fun? Thing, is that what you call fun? Yeah, I, right. No, you're okay. right. It shouldn't be fun. It's more like um, soul crushing in a way. It really is crud. Yeah, it really is uh, demoralizing in in a lot of ways. What? What? So let's go back to Bartley for a moment. I I, I feel like I uh, and this was covered in in depth on uh, on the Levitard show, but I mean he has a history of of this of this language. It, you know, it's and it kind of. You know the whole the whole concept of of what's allowed uh, to be talked about today, as opposed to you know, thirty or forty years ago, and and everything changes. So, uh, I really feel like this is sort of a, you know, not this specific instance, but in general, it's a turning point in the, you know, women haven't had the, a fair shake in our society for a long time, and I feel like this, this uh, you know, you guys might might laugh at me about this, but this is sort of uh, I think. An example of that, where Barkley and you know the old guard making his old uh, "I'm gonna beat my wife" jokes. Well, maybe even if his wife, because I think the whole like uh, apparently he made a comment in 1990 after a game where, uh, you know, he was gonna he made a joke about about beating his wife, right? Um, mm-hmm. And apparently his wife laughed at it too, because that was the that was the era. Um, but uh, but in today's you know, it's it's not really cool to beat your wife because that actually happens. So so whether or not Charles Barkley beats his wife is not really the the important part here. It's more about that you know that does exist in our society, and it's almost uh, it's it's almost sort of an undercover acceptable thing, or it has been, and it's uh, not really great, right? Yeah, well, I mean, well, you shouldn't joke about it, right? I mean, that's I don't think anyone disagrees with. I, I mean. As far as I know, no one disagrees with that. I'm sure. I guess some people do. I'm pretty sure but, someone would disagree with that, but I think we can all agree that you shouldn't hit your wife unless you do hit your right. wife. Right. I think right. we can all agree that. I agree. We can all agree on that. Yeah. 